Bueller, 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 Bueller. Wake up! Good morning! Terry Wilson, he's going to throw. Conrad! Touchdown, Kentucky! Touchdown, Kentucky! Victory, Kentucky! Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. Rubbish! There's buggers over here. Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British We bastards. beat the British. Second Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeeding. Just wild. Like, that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable... What an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20, 10, 5, touchdown, Kentucky. Jesus, Rash, get it together. It's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Hello, everybody. Happy Wednesday to you. It is March. March 1st, 2023. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here Roll on Big X call. Sports Radio. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Justin Kalen, Nick Roush is out. He's out. He's out. He is not feeling well today. So he's taking the day off, or he's taking the day off. I know that. He does have a doctor's appointment today, which I think was in the middle of the radio show. So he's going to have to miss some of the show anyways. But last night said, don't feel well, just going to take the whole day off. So that's back-to-back Wednesdays where stars of Kentucky Roll Call have been out with sickness. Justin Kalen is here, however, though. Justin, how are you? Well, that's what I was getting ready to say, TJ. Is I haven't missed a Wednesday, so what? I don't, I don't know what the what you're talking about. And stars have missed the show because your stars right here, and I've been here every Wednesday. I'm good. I'm uh, I'm tired. I, I stayed up for some reason last night and watched that terrible, terrible U of L game. Uh, dog pooped on the floor, so that was really funny. But yeah, it's, I'm good. I'm I'm just tired. It's it's the middle of the week. But I've got the longest part of my week left, so don't not sure well, what to think about that. Aren't you home free on Friday? Um, so Friday I've got a game at night, and I've got, of course, the radio production side of things on Friday as well. So yeah, Friday will be one of my lighter days, no doubt about it. But today I got so I've got six hours of producing today. Then I got to go work for about four or five hours. Then I've got a double header at Henry County tonight. So today is going to be hands down the longest day of my life. Wow. Well, I think you're going to be able to get through it. Oh yeah. No, no doubt about it. And, and it'll go by quickly. Although you're not going to be able to watch the Cats game tonight. I am not. Yeah. No. That's. I didn't get to watch the Indiana game last night either because I had a game last night, which. That turned out to be a blessing. I'm glad I didn't get to watch that. And, you know, I meant to record the Indiana game before I left the house. Was sitting there in the gym, and I was like, damn it, I forgot to record the game. And then it was halftime of our game. I flipped on my phone to check the score. We were down by, like, 16. I was like, what in the hell is happening? Glad I didn't record that game. Yeah, that that was a shocking score. We We will talk about that. We'll talk about the Tuesday night of college basketball 
as the calendar turns to the best month of the year. But first, how are you, TJ? I'm doing great. Thank you for for asking. Had a solid night's sleep. Stayed up for the 9 o'clock games for for some reason. So that Kansas game came down to the the last shot. So I was... uh, so that didn't end until about 11.15. So I felt like I slept well. It probably wasn't as much sleep as I normally get. Knock on wood, the baby was was pretty good. So no, nice. no getting up in the middle of the night there. So all in all, do, doing well. Had a nice had a nice Tuesday, and uh, weather was awesome. Got to take the dog on a walk. So all in all, doing pretty well, Scoots. Speaking of awesome weather, today is going to be awesome. That's good. That's, mid, that's good to, to hear. mid to upper 70s. We will get some rain, maybe some big storms later on. But, yeah, before we get to that, it's going to be really nice. Weatherman Scoots, keeping that's everybody right. updated. That's right. Enjoy this nice weather. Roll down those windows on your way to a Thornton's this morning. Get yourself a delicious breakfast sandwich. They've got all sorts of variety. Get yourself a drink, any drink of uh, your choosing. If you're downloading the Refresher Rewards app for the first time, Breakfast on the house, drink on the house at Thornton's. Stop in today, save money, save time. I went to a Thornton's yesterday, filled up scoots. You punch your number in before you fill up, you automatically save money every time. Oh, if yeah. You're, if you're a refresher rewards member. Oh, so that's yeah. always that's always nice. So uh, went over, had to go to the Indiana Thornton's betting center yesterday. There you go. And like I said, not not a good, not a good betting day for me. But mm. I'll bounce back. I'll bounce back today. It is a game day edition. The first of what we hope to be many March basketball games for Kentucky. Senior night, six seniors being honored at Rupp Arena. Uh, This is historic for Calipari era. It's the first time in a really long time. I think the 70s, they said. The last time UK's had this many seniors. (laughs) And the weird part about it, and this is 2023 college basketball, every single one of them, can can come back oh they, they all were, can every single one of them can come back so, i thought only five of the six could so that's cool no they all could and that's that's just kind of college basketball with the, that covid year and there's going to be something nice about when all the covid year it expires for everybody yeah and we don't have to worry about like well he's a senior but wink wink nudge nudge you know, he's he's a senior, air quotes. And you'd be like, I don't know what that means. What, <laughs> does he have another year of basketball left? Does he not have another year of basketball left? Uh, can you just tell me? And then the person would be like, yeah, you get it. Nudge, nudge. And be like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And in reality, it's because that person doesn't know either. Like, peop- I don't even think the schools. I think the schools have lost track of who <laughs> have COVID eligibility and who doesn't. But uh, that's going to be nice when that's all over. It's not this year, though. But six seniors will go through ceremonies tonight at Rupp Arena. Scoots, they put their, their picture on a big hula hoop, a ginormous hula hoop. And then they get to step through their picture. That's the Rupp Arena senior ceremony tradition. Uh, that's pretty cool. I, I like that. Cool. Some kind of bust through it. Some are really delicate about it. Some are sure to not touch their face. I'm confused um, though. Can Oscar fit through a hula hoop? Yes, they it, and they have to kind of like step underneath it, sort yeah. of deal, and and, bu- and bust through it. But uh, it'll be big enough. It'll be big enough for Big O, and that, that's going to be an interesting senior day ceremony. And that's and that's part of the issue with the COVID year and whatnot. It's like. 
it, it, is it really their last goodbye and how can fans enjoy it, celebrate them, when in reality you, you're not 100% sure if they're going to, to come back or not. They were asked about it yesterday. Um, they did a joint press conference. And I, I was going to bring this up, but I said, you know what? Something tells me tells me I, this guy's going to come through for me this morning. But with Roush being out, we reached out to old friend Trevor Kelsey and said, hey, Trevor, you want to join us? Roush is going to be out. We haven't heard from you in a while. We've talked a lot about the bet between Scoots and you. It just wouldn't be a bad it wouldn't be a bad opportunity to have you on air. And Trevor said yes, and that's usually not the issue with Trevor, him saying yes. So often <laughs> he will, and we're happy that he does. It's the next day. It's the next morning. Is he waking up? Is he taking the time? Is he rolling over? Is he hitting snooze? And so often the answer to that is yes. He does those things, but not this morning. I had faith in him. He said he was going to come on. And without any further introduction, Trevor Kelsey. Trevor wow. Kelsey. Big time. Trevor, you got to talk when we ask you a question. He could be having mic issues, but this makes it almost even better. <laughs> That's why you wake up early and get connected like we do. That, uh, you know, behave. Hey, hey, he's hey, up. Quit. He's up. He's up. Seven thirteen. I'll give him. We're credit. not going to be. We're not going to be rude or mean to our guests. Yeah, some people would maybe get up and make sure this stuff is squared away. But we're just <laughs> happy that the big guy's up. All right, Trevor. You. Uh, oh, there you were. You were, you were muted. Now you're unmuted. You there? <laughs> he's having some issues. Trevor, at worst comes to worst, just a good old fashioned pair of headphones plugged into the computer. Hey, check, hey, check. hey oh. Yeah, working? got you. You're yeah, in. yeah. Hey. Good morning. Okay, now everybody stop talking so I can talk because you've had your time. You had 13 minutes to talk. Y'all shut up. <laughs> There's Trevor Kelsey, everybody. Good morning. Only 13 minutes late. You know, what, what can you expect, though, after not being on here for so many years? 13 minutes late is like a half an hour early for most human beings. That I'm fine with it. We allowed ourselves to do our little pre-morning introduction. Nick Roush isn't feeling well. If you needed a, a little extra time to wake up, we're just happy that that you're joined in with us. How you been? What's new with Trevor uh, Kelsey? I, I'm glad you had me on today, TJ. I'd like to uh, like to address you know everybody, all the, the great listeners of KRC, uh, yourself, uh, Mister Mister Scoots Kalen. I'd like today officially to. Uh, to make an announcement on this day, March 1st, our Lord, 2023, 2023, I'd like to uh, officially today uh, concede a, uh, a wager made to one uh, Justin, a.k.a. Scoots, a.k.a. Dingus, a.k.a. the guy who got to tap the blonde girl now you video, Kaylin, uh, to officially say that I am conceding my bet that of a wager that University of Louisville will win less games or win more games than the University of Eastern Michigan. Uh, I'd like to put this in front of the jury and the judges and say that if Eastern Michigan does get their games vacated, do I get my money back, first of all? Ooh, that's a good point. That's that's something I never thought of. With the Amani Bates thing, yeah, you, you might be T- onto something there, Trev. TJ, do, 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 I, do I get this on the record as, as a possibility? No, I, I say no with how much you slam the NCAA and how much they're a worthless organization. So if they did that, that would be you supporting them, and I don't think that that's I don't think that's something you want to get in bed with. Another good point. 
fair enough. I accept that. Uh, so that that said, uh, Scooter, whenever you're ready, just uh, you let me know and I'll drop it off. All right, I'm in. Yeah, I'll accept your conceding here today because Louisville is not going to beat Virginia and you all are not going to have a magical run in the ACC tournament. So, sorry about uh, that. I, I think I can agree to that. <laughs> well, you both are feeling the hurt last night. Trevor, True. Indiana got the smack it down on them in Bloomington by Iowa. What do you have to say about that? Did you watch any of that uh, Indiana-Iowa game? I did not. Uh, watching one team pathetically perform uh, a night is enough for me. Is it's my limit, uh, and I saved that for Virginia Tech. So uh, I, I was unfortunately watching your Sanex Tigers fall, or listening to your Sanex Tigers fall short uh, last night instead of watching the Indiana game. I can't hate on Scoots' Indiana because I'm riding his luck. I haven't dropped a hundred on IU to win the title this year. Just uh, last week, wow! At plus three thousand, so I, I'm hoping I'm hoping to ride Scoots' luck this year of betting basketball into making a profit opposed to losing $500. I have heard you on the Mike Rutherford show three to six. If you have missed Trevor Kelsey, if you're an old Kentucky roll call listener, this is the familiar voice of our former producer, Trevor Kelsey, now the producer of the Mike Rutherford show. So you can still hear him. The mornings just weren't really necessarily his thing, but he's found a great fit in the afternoons and they've got a good, Thing going for new KRC listeners that don't listen to Mike Rutherford. Uh, Trevor is, he's a character, but he's a Uval fan. He's an Eagles fan. And he's not having the best sports year. Although yeah, he forgot to put good. tortured soul in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is a hopeless romantic as well. Hey, let's he's not. Looking for, he's looking for love in all the wrong places hey who doesn't like a little plot in their porno okay come on let's not forget his worst two teams the indiana pacers and toronto blue jays hey the blue jays made the playoffs last year dingus (laughs) he's not a big nba guy anymore scoots yeah i mean if you watch the pacers play you wouldn't be either (laughs) hey they they still got isaiah jackson don't they yeah that's probably why they're not explains the losing yeah, right. He's been doing he's been doing great. Uh, some news in the Trevor Kelsey world of news, which I guess uh, in part it doesn't really impact you, but it does kind of impact you, is your radio host that you produce for has a new TV show. We talked about that here on Kentucky Roll Call. That, that's pretty cool. You got to meet Master P? I did. Uh, yes, yeah, <laughs> I know. Since I left you guys, I've got to meet Jack Harlow, Master P. I mean, I'm, no offense, man, but the, the closest I get, the closest celebrity I got to meet with you all was like Dick Cox. I mean, that, 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 I'm moving on up in the world. I don't know who that person is. Uh, you, got to meet local, you got to meet local John. That was cool. You got to talk to Brad Calipari. It was, hey, you, you got to rub elbows with some of the stars back in your old KRC days. No, it wasn't Jack Harlow and Master P. But can you? It's it's local, John. Uh, the Brad Calipari interview is still a classic KRC moment. Uh, what, what do you get when you got to interview somebody you don't know anything about and it, you can't hear each other? That that's that's a perfect moment. And Brad Calipari <laughs> was in his like too cool to do interview stage of his life, uh, which what? he probably in that stage probably too long. 
but yeah, and that wasn't KRC. That that was back in the old sports talker with TJ Walker days. That was. We've, we've, we've told that story a couple times here on Roll Call, but we were set to interview Brad Calipari. He was playing in the All-Star game, Derby City Classic game in Louisville, and it was clearly not an interview to be like, so what are you going to bring to the table as a player at UK? It was more just what's – what's it like being Brad Calipari? What's, you know, what's, and we talked a little basketball and whatnot, but right before the interview was about to start, I had lost my connection to the studio, just kapoof. And it was normally it'd take like just one refresh and you'd be back in. But if that didn't happen, then you knew that all hope was lost and I couldn't refresh back in. And it was a total disaster. So I I was calling Trevor on the phone and he was at the studio. I was like, Trevor, you're just going to have to do the interview. And it was, and I say this lovingly, it was probably one of the worst interviews I've ever heard in my life. I had always, the only thing I knew about Brad is I just spent the last two months making fun of his tattoo. Like if he, if he even knew who was interviewing him, he would have hung up on me probably. Uh, probably, but luckily he, he didn't have that issue. I don't think he knew either one of us was, no. <laughs> and, he, and he didn't throw you a bone either. Like knowing that we had had some issues, I think you'd even started the interview being like, yes, our host had dropped their connection, so it's going to be me interviewing you. You thought maybe he'd make it easy on you, but no, it was one word answer city, uh, but it was classic. And I, I would really wish we had that audio somewhere floating around the interwebs. But Wait, so tra- it's got to be, it's got to be on the computer somewhere. I, I'm a pack rack when it comes to audio. I keep everything. So Trevor did the whole interview? Did the whole interview, but luckily, I mean, it was only like a three minute interview. It was like the long, <laughs> but I mean, it may as well felt like 45 minutes. But and I don't, I don't think he could hear a word I was saying because he was in a gym and you could just hear him kind of like, uh, Oh uh, yeah, uh, well yeah, I, I think it's great. I'm like, all I did was say hello, dude. That's true. There, there were several times where Trevor like would say something, and he'd be like, "Yeah, I didn't hear you." And Trevor would say it again, and be like, "Yeah, I don't, I don't know what you're saying." And it was just, oh boy, it was just painful. It was painful, and I'm just listening on the other end with completely and totally helpless, as if like even if I'm interviewing him, it would be much better. It, it would not have been. But, just imagine watching Louisville play defense this year in an interview version. But yeah, what do you think about the dog pooping on the court last night? That, that mean, seemed to be the highlight of the evening for the Cardinals. Just, I mean, can you get any more poetic? I mean, just, I mean, is there anything that just really just? I know it doesn't. It's just like what next? I mean, I, I, I'm surprised we didn't have that happen with Red Panda out there and her tricycle slip on the poop. She goes straight down into it. I mean, that that would have been just even the better like metaphor of the season. But I mean, so, yeah, just that, that was, I was not shocked. I, I was kind of rooting for the dog. I'm like, hey, that dog just did everything we were thinking about all year. They had a halftime show, and it was the dog frisbee act. If you are, if you frequent college athletics or halftime shows, uh, for, yeah. this is this is in the rotation. They the dog goes, everybody loves dogs, so it's an easy sell. Yeah. They they do dog tricks and they do dog things, and everybody goes crazy. But sometimes the dog thing that they do on the court is take a number two. And this dog squatted down. It uh, wasn't on the bird logo, but just off, the, off to the side of the court a little bit. Squats down and starts Start to do business. The crowd erupts, probably the loudest the Yum Center was all evening. Just kind of <laughs> like a comedic relief moment there for the fans. And the dog's trainer comes, picks it up. I don't know if it was a boy or a girl, but good boy, good girl. And picks it up mid-squat. And then an extra little bit of uh, doggy feces falls out afterwards. And it was a complete and total mess. So a couple things. One, 
should they have let the dog just finish? Was that rude to the dog and maybe borderline embarrassing to the dog to pick it up mid-squat? Two, that would kind of be a stinky job, pun intended, to be the person like, all right, you know, we've got a code brown, which means if you see that dog squat, the second you see it squat, you're sprinting over and you got to go pick it up. I don't care if that dog poops on you, you're, you're taking it off the court. We're not having the fans watch a dog defecate all over its own home floor. So pick it up immediately. You know they have that protocol, which I wouldn't want to have that job. I wouldn't want to have to be the person that has to run out and go pick up the dog and go run out while it's pooping on me. I would, uh, I, I, made I for was, an interesting moment. The first thing I thought of with TJ is kind of the same way. One, I thought, how would I be in that situation for someone who is a very strong opinion on not picking up their dog's poop? I would have just been like, yeah, sucks for you all. I didn't bring a bag. The other part you know, was if you're those, if you're one of the kids who like wipes up the sweat on the court, I mean, did they look at that kid and be like, "You're on it, boy"? I mean, I'd be like, "Screw you, dude! I'm just here because my uncle's on the uh, like a trainer. I just got here to get a good view of the game. I'm not going to clean up dog poop. I'm going to wipe up men's sweat, not dog sweat." I, I, I like that. The, so, like all those kids now, pretty. It's not all of college basketball, but it seems like it's basically all of college basketball. They wear the Libman shirts. And it's like the Libman cleaning supply is the sponsor, so they wear the Libman stuff. Yeah, imagine if, like, the dog trainer just, like, snaps at the Libman boy. And they're all, like, anywhere from, you know, 7 to, like, 18, usually. They're, they're children. What if they just snap and they're like, yeah, get the mop. Go go pick up our dogs. It's in the contract. We don't pick this up. You all have to pick it up. Yeah, that's interesting. I wonder, you know, I wonder who did go pick that up. Because usually those kids are like people who have like connections to the program somehow. That's how usually they get those gigs, right? Yeah, usually. Yeah, it's like, it's like you got some kid like, screw you. I'm, I'm just here because I want to get a jet ski for my birthday to make dad happy. I pick up dog poop. That's what the, that's what the, that's what the, that's what the maid to do. Really was symbolic to the U of L basketball oh, season. But Trevor, the best news you've probably heard all year is you don't have to watch that team play at the Yum Center ever again. Still got two more games, buddy. Need to tell you that. I mean, we. Yeah, yeah, but you never have to watch them play at the Yum Center, though. You can cross that one off the list. Uh, yeah, because yeah, I think that me and about uh, an average of about 16,000 other people can say the same thing all year long. Uh, there's so, never there. There's certainly never been a worse home season in U of L basketball history. Never a worse season. I mean, good lord, we we've had to go back every game. It's just like we've just erased the poor memories of 1941 every day that we play a game, which is sad because I actually know a friend of mine. His grandfather was the coach of that 1941 team, and why were they so bad? Because his grandfather was the PE teacher, and they just asked him to coach the basketball team at that time. I'm, I'm assuming World War, you know military reasons had a thing a hand to do with the limited amount of of uh people to, to volunteer for the job but he was the p coach and baseball coach and they were like can you coach the basketball team he's like okay so uh i don't i don't blame the coach as much that year but then again he has as much experience as head coach as i won currently so what can i say well it'll all be over soon enough Thanks. in a week i think right is, is it tuesday that the acc tournament starts or is it wednesday Yes, Tuesday is execution day. Uh, that is the, uh, the the day that we, we finally put the nail in the coffin. Can look forward to the postseason when we can bring in the, the vast amount of talent in the transfer portal, I hope. Yeah, so within within a week, it'll it'll all be over. But I do, I do I do feel for you having these many this many marches without just anything to look forward to. And Kentucky fans have at least had some stuff to look forward to. No real payoff. So 
I don't, you know, we feel the pain a little bit with you, but to not have the selection Sundays or to be able to look at the brackets and not see your name, Ugh. it's been several years now. That's got to be tough. It's, yeah, it, 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 there's been easier times in my life. Thank you, Darren, Terry, for bringing that up. A lot of people say that UL may be the new IU. Speaking Does that mean we're gonna we're gonna nice run here in, in, in four more years? Speaking of IU, Trevor, I definitely feel for you because I was at every home game of Indiana's six and twenty-five season, and you all are gonna have two less wins than that, which is mind-boggling that a season can get worse than what Indiana had. Amazingly, I actually listened to every one of those IU games working the radio back then. Mm, sorry to you. So I, I know. Well, hey, I mean, Don Fisher at least made him made him entertaining. Sure. Listen, to, listen to him just pray every day that Tom Pritchard could be somewhat how anywhere near the athletic ability of a college <laughs> Division One basketball player. Trevor's like the one thing I remember from listening to those all all those IU games is the annoying fan in the background just going, "Come on." <laughs> <laughs> Come on, go Hoosiers! I'll say this. I'll say this for you. You know, you you you, you say you feel for me. You won six games. You know that dude against won six games right about now. <laughs> and on top of it, you did it with a guy that you found off the court, like playing pickup ball, and led you in scoring that year. <laughs> and I think didn't they find Devin Dumas like sitting on like playing pickup ball in Bloomington? Yeah, he can He came from out of nowhere. I don't remember the exact story, but yeah, I, I know he came from out of nowhere. I think he's in prison now, but that's not that's another story for another day. <laughs> We've got Trevor Kelsey in the house, game day edition of Kentucky Roll Call. Woo! Roush out, not feeling well. We're going to take our first break. We'll come back. We're not going to waste any time getting into the Thornton's text line. It's a wacky Wednesday edition, March 1st, with Trevor Kelsey in the house. KRC returns after this. TJ Walker, Trevor Kelsey, Justin Kelsey. Can I make it great? I'll be on the next flight. First class, sitting next to Vanna White. Come on. If you want to go and take a ride with me, we dream with an interval with the ghost. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Love it, Scoots. Welcome back. This is Mark. This is Kentucky for Roll Call. We want to hear from you on the line. One thing I'm going to have to remind myself is with Trevor, and I mean this as a compliment, you got to try to get your sports topics in and make sure the things that you want to make sure you check, you just get them done, you check them off the list, and then because you know sometimes we're just going to chop it up, Trevor. We're going to talk shop. We're going to get weird. We're going to talk about random things. So that's why you just important to get a few things done. And then so we can allow the randomness to, to take hold. I would like to, before we uh, get into the seriousness, which is not my forte, I love me a good wacky Wednesday. Uh, props, I, that's not an open, that's not a rejoin I ever made. I, I mean, I could have maybe at one time. I, I've done a lot of things I've forgotten I've done, but I'm pretty sure I didn't make that. So look, look at Scoots over here, Mr. Producer of the Year. You know, I thought he was just a guy that fired me so he could play country music. I've, I've made all kinds of rejoins since you've left, Trev. I'm getting good, pretty good at it. I'm, I'm impressed. Man. I'm, I had to bring you on and, and pick up some slack for this lazy this lazy bum we've got on the afternoon show. 
Hey, yo, he's talking about himself, everybody. <laughs> this is Kentucky Roll Call. We go 7 to 9 Monday through Friday. Replay of the show 9 to 11. You can listen to KRC wherever you get your podcast. Just search for Kentucky Roll Call and leave a rating or review. All right, I do want to give some updates on college basketball last night from teams that just didn't get smacked down left and right like the Hoosiers and the Cardinals did. That IU game really was pretty shocking. Dude, John Spears tried to tell me to take Louisville on the money line last night, so I did. That dude owes me money. You know the fun? I, I also put twenty bucks on U of L money line because Spears was so confident about it. What are you all doing? I, Spears does not win bets. Why would you follow him? I didn't think it was going to hit, but it was good juice. And if somebody's so sure about it, you know, twenty bucks that would have paid out. I don't know, like what one forty or whatever it was. Like not bad, not whatever. And I was going to be watching the game anyway, so if it came down to the wire, it'd be fun to have a little bit of skin on the game. But, yeah, now we just get to make fun of Spears, so so big deal. Yeah, Spears owes me money. I put more than 20 on it. Was he telling you that during the St. X game? Oh, yeah, every break is like, oh, Trey, you want to make some easy money and at least, at least have a reason to enjoy your season. Put put him on the – I told you, I, I called Clemson. I was like, well, I liked Clemson too, John, but, I mean – I. Did you see the Georgia Tech game? I mean, I know a lot of people didn't, but I did. I mean, have you watched this this year? I mean, it's we're kind of hard to put a finger on. I mean, it's I don't see it happening, man. I just we haven't been playing. Oh no, the money line's a lot today. Uh, oh, it's you're not hard to put a finger on, Scoots. That's that's funny. I bet you're you're cracking up here and Trevor be convinced by Spears bets. I mean, it's unbelievable. Dude never wins anything. By the way, TJ, did you hear Spears open yesterday? I don't know if I did. I did, <laughs> I did listen to part of the show, but why? What happened? Maybe he, I did. Maybe I did. He opened the show and he was like, heard some people were a little ruffled that I started with baseball yesterday when we got all this <laughs> going on. And then he ends, he goes, I didn't think he was going to name you, but then at the end he goes, take it easy, TJ. <laughs> it was pretty funny. John, it's March. We can leave the baseball <laughs> pitch clock count until at least April and then just fire away. Go crazy about it. Oh, don't get me March. started on the, the shift rule. Oh, good Lord. Oh. <laughs> Tune in at noon today to hear if John, if bigger bases are good for baseball, starting <laughs> the show at noon on Big X Sports Radio. Hey, I got my fantasy baseball draft on Saturday. That's ludicrous. <laughs> TJ, if I told you you had to do one of the events with me this weekend, would you do my fantasy baseball draft on Saturday or watch AEW pay-per-view on Sunday? Ooh, good fantasy question. Base, fantasy baseball draft. Oh, you are crazy. Fantasy baseball draft, and I wouldn't even think think twice about it. Spears, I'm only kidding. You did a great job on the St. X call last night. Bummer for the Tigers. Their season comes to an end to a region opening loss. To rival Trinity. Ah, boo, boo, boo. Did Ballard end up winning? I believe that they did. They came back from 20 win. down. Yeah, they were down huge to Central, and that would have been the upset of the tournament so far in Kentucky high school basketball if Central could have held on. But once I saw it went to overtime, I was like, okay, well, that's probably going to be that. So Ballard advances. I don't think there was any any upsets last night uh, in seventh region. And then in sixth region, big win for DeSales. They advanced to the semifinals in the sixth region. Roush, I think, was out partying last night. That's really probably why he's out this morning. But congrats to DeSales. Good on them. Congrats to Trinity as well. And good luck moving forward. And congrats, 
Congrats to Mayo as well for beating Atherton, the uh, the Rebels slash Ravens, uh, and 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 our, our church lords of Andrew Christian uh, also advanced in the sixth region. All right, well we're kind of jumping seventh and sixth region there, but congrats to Mayo as well. So who who will it be? Man, did Manuel win? I'm guessing they probably did. I think they did. They were yeah. So it'd be, I'm assuming it'll be Trinity and Manuel and Ballard and Mayo. Oh, that Ballard Mayo game that will be a doozy. Those are. Mayo's probably one of the hottest teams in the state. Ballard, one of the most talented teams. And Trinity's playing really well, too, on the on the other side of that bracket. So yeah. I know Manuel, right. when they did the draw, they said that the thing was they could avoid Ballard and Mayo till the end. So I'm, that, I'm pretty sure that's how it worked out. Everybody remember the time that Roush was like, I wish we had class systems in basketball. Oh, what a moronic thing to say. Give me eight champions. Eight champions. Wow, that just may have just bumped. We're going to get nine guys drafted off this team in the NFL draft this year is the dumbest thing he said to me. <laughs> uh, but good luck to, all, to the, all the high school. All right, anyways, I want to give some updates for college basketball last night because we've got a better picture of the SEC standings, which I've been keeping an eye on for several weeks now. Tennessee, really from start to finish, dominates Arkansas. Looks yeah, like, I had Arkansas plus five and a half. Last night wasn't a good gambling night for Trevor. It was not a good gambling night for me either, Trevor, as I, I said earlier on the show. And that was another loss that I had. I did have I had Arkansas money line, and I took them with the points, so it was a double whammy. Tennessee just dominated, and they were locked in. Arkansas couldn't get anything in rhythm offensively. It didn't really seem like their length or athleticism bothered Tennessee at all. Tennessee was kind of – they were able to implement their will of just clogging things up. Uh, that UK could maybe take some pointers from Tennessee's defense. And they're going to be playing a, a, an Arkansas team that came off an 18-point loss in Knoxville. And this is good. I, I was a little concerned that there was a chance that Arkansas could move up, maybe find themselves six in the rankings in the SEC standing. So that way on Friday, Kentucky would play Arkansas most likely in its opening round game in the SEC tournament. The loss last night will most likely keep that from happening which is good news. If Kentucky wins uh, at Arkansas and beats Vanderbilt tonight, there's a chance Arkansas could drop to like 11, and then potentially then you could see them on Friday. But if Kentucky beats them at Arkansas, then I don't really care if they were to lose to them in the SEC tournament. I wouldn't want it to happen. But at that point, you're still getting a quad one win. Oh, well. Again, not what I want to happen. But just – and I don't think it's going to happen anyways. So most likely, Arkansas is going to be at an arm's length distance from UK in the SEC tournament. There's a good chance that they're going to end up in the 8-9 game. There's also a chance they're going to end up as the 10 seed, which a 10 seed would mean they could potentially play Kentucky on Saturday, but they would play Texas A&M on Friday. So you're still only having to play one of those two teams. Both those teams, I think, could give Kentucky a pretty good game. But most likely, you're going to avoid... Uh, that that scenario where you could potentially see them on Friday. I think that's a good thing because I think Arkansas is pretty good. I most likely will have them going pretty deep into my tournament. Most likely who you will see in that sixth game, with Kentucky most likely being the three seed, will be Missouri or Auburn. Missouri, of course, pounded UK back in December. First SEC game, that game was in Columbia. And Auburn, of course, Kentucky took, to the old bone zone this past weekend at Rupp Arena. Uh, 
Scoots, any reason for UK fans to be scared at either one of those opponents if it's UK's Friday matchup in the SEC tournament? I wouldn't think so. No. I mean, no. No is the quick answer. I, I also I also don't think so. But I mean, I guess there's a reason to worry about Missouri from what you described, but I wouldn't at this point in the season as well. Yeah, Kobe Brown's a matchup problem for Kentucky, and I bet if they played again, he'd still be a matchup problem. But without it being at Missouri, Kentucky's obviously a much different team than they were in December. I, I'd like that matchup. And if you can't beat Missouri and Nashville on Friday on a neutral site game, were you were you going to do anything special in the tournament? Were you were you poised to make a big run? Most likely, probably not. So a game that I think either opponent, Auburn or Missouri, would be an opponent I think Kentucky should be able to take care of. With Texas A&M winning last night, it was a close game against Ole Miss. Oh, my heavens. I tweeted out the video. But Ole Miss down by four with about a minute 30, a minute 55, whatever it was on the clock, under two minutes. Uh, guy on Ole Miss, Brakefield, he's got a baseline slam, just an easy dunk. Would have been an easy layup if he wanted it. He just completely bricks the dunk, gets stuffed by the rim, embarrassing stuff, and especially given the situation of how important that possession was, and then Ole Miss would really get uh, get no closer, realistically get no closer than that, and Texas A&M held on for a win. So they do clinch the two seed. Kentucky can do no better than three. If UK were to lose tonight, the five seed is still on the table for Kentucky. Now some things would have to not go their way. But if they were to lose tonight, most likely, you know, if you lose to Arkansas, you're, you're probably not getting that three seed, or there's a chance you don't get that three seed. So you got to take care of business tonight against, against Vanderbilt. A&M locked up the two, and Alabama has locked up the number one seed, assuming they win tonight against Auburn. They lose tonight, then that game at A&M over the weekend is for the number one overall seed. But there's your SEC tournament update. Just wanted to clear the air there. A couple things CJ wants to throw in here. One, um, I haven't really watched Vanderbilt play much this year. I've seen enough bad basketball watching my own little Cardinals, so I, I just kind of avoid the Commodores. Uh, you all beat them handily, I believe, earlier in the season, but they have, but Stackhouse has somehow given you a, I don't know Pippen Jr. anymore, who was, was a thorn in your side on a regular basis, but they, I know they've been above 500, which is something I would pray for as well, being a UVA fan. There's no worry tonight, right, though, for UK. So when they played them in Nashville earlier this season, Vanderbilt's best player, Liam Robbins, who was a transfer from Minnesota, he was out of the game. He did not play. And Kentucky won and won pretty comfortably at Vanderbilt in a game that they didn't really – this Kentucky team will have some good stretches and they'll have some bad stretches, and they were pretty consistent in that game. It, it didn't really get overly interesting in that one. So they played pretty well took care of business, did the things that they needed to do. I think Vandy maybe made one run in the game, and that was pretty much it. But this will be a completely different game because Robbins is, if you're ranking the bigs in the SEC, he's he's certainly in the top five, and he is the prototype big that gives Oscar Shibway trouble. Uh, he's, I think, 6'11 or 7 foot. He's right around 7 feet if he's not a true 7 footer. Uh, he's got good size. He's, I think, the top shot blocker in the country, if I'm not mistaken. I think he's been averaging around like five or six blocks per game over his last two or three games. So he is the type of big that gives Oscar a lot of trouble. So that is something to keep an eye on. But, Trevor, ultimately, we make our predictions at the end of the show. Yeah. It's a game Kentucky should win. They're more talented than Vanderbilt. It's senior night. It's at Rupp Arena. It's an important game for UK, not only from SEC seeding standpoint, you lock in the three with a win, 
but also NCAA tournament standpoint, you've been surging. I've never really seen a surge like this, and I don't always follow the bubble closely, so it very well could have happened, and I just missed it. But two weeks ago, Kentucky was legitimately on the bubble. It was during that Georgia game where they cut into Joe Lenardi every two seconds, and he was like, they're out. If they lose this game, I'll have them out. Yeah, there's enough time to make it up, but out. And they mentioned it 13,000 times. And uh, now they're six seed? Like, potentially, if you can beat, went on the road at Arkansas and you make an SEC tournament run, it doesn't seem like a four seed is totally out of the question. Although, I, I, I think it's, Trevor, I've made the prediction. And just to let you know, I think there'll be a six on Selection Sunday when it's all said and done. But even to go from the bubble to 11 to the wrong side of the bubble in just a two week span to six, it's just something that doesn't really happen in college basketball all that often. So, with that on the line, SEC standing on the line. I think they'll take care of business, but I'm really intrigued by the Robbins Oscar matchup because this is the type of dude who gives him a lot of trouble. Yeah, I can I can see that. Uh, now, I guess since we've done the SEC, I'll knock out the ACC tournament report. Uh, Louisville lost again last night. Have continued, continued to clinch that 15 seed. Their opponent is irrelevant. Uh, back to you, TJ. Are there even yeah, 15 like teams in the ACC? Yeah, yeah, thank God. I think they were going to make us a 16 seed despite that. Though. Oh, I thought there was only 14. No, technically there's 15. We do count as a team still, Scoots. <laughs> now, 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 let me ask you this. Uh, Scoots, despite last night's loss, IU still is looking at a – they clinched a double bye in the Big Ten tournament, didn't they? I don't think so, no. I thought they clinched a the top-four spot. Didn't they, they not, it's not clinched? I'll have to check it out, but I was under the assumption, no, it was not clinched. Uh-oh. They don't want to do that. I mean, they've only had like one double bye before because I know they've never won the tournament. Big Ten, Indiana is currently in sixth place. So, yeah, no oh, double wow. bye. Yeah. That was a big loss last it night. It was, then. yeah. Yep. Not good. Who do you not want to see in the Big Ten tournament, Scoots? Um, I would not want to see... Purdue, just because they're going to be super PO'd at us that we beat them twice. I would not. I don't really want to see Maryland again, and I'm yeah. not keen on Northwestern. Anybody else, oh. or, or Iowa for that matter. So basically, half the Big Ten. I don't want to see. Maryland's a buzzword between Trevor and me. I mean, I'm just saying. Like, yeah, yeah, that Maryland team that was so awesome that they're like an eight seed now. Yeah, super team there. Trevor's got this false sense that like U of L is a talented team, but coaching is holding them back. Wow, well, not that's not one hundred percent true, but it's close. In reality, U of L is not a talented team whatsoever. It's not a very skilled basketball team. I think you have one player that would be a contributor on a good team, and you've got like maybe two others that could flour- flourish into good players. Like they've got the potential to be a good player. Although they're not, they shouldn't be doing the role that they're doing right now. Uh, and, and what you didn't think you should have lost to Maryland by twenty points? I think it was like twenty four, but yeah, <laughs> you thought it should have been closer against Maryland. I, I thought, yeah, I thought a little, little, yes, the talent level. Louisville only lost that game. I know this sounds crazy to say, and like and say Louisville lost by like nine or ten. I do think that, yeah, I think they're only they only I think the the difference from a ten point loss to a twenty five point loss was. Uh, was in that instance, especially November coaching. Well, uh, we can we can disagree on that, but that's that's all right. Uh, I'm seeing that Shade and Sharp had another just absolute monster dunk last night. That's disappointing. <laughs> Who does he play for? He plays for the Pacers, right? No, no, he plays for the Trail. He plays for the Trail Blazers. 
Oh, man. That, it, it was. It was just an absolutely nasty slam. Oh, that's right. The Pacers passed on and took the kid out of Arizona. That's right. I forgot. I was thinking last night that, like, this UK team, they're fun. I think they could potentially make a run. Uh, again, I think they'll be in a, a the second round game, the round of 32, and they'll be up one with two minutes to go, and either they'll hit the shots and make the plays to win, or they'll lose. It'll just come down to the wire in the second round game. And I was thinking, like, you know, it, it, what, what, what would they need to just take that next step and be like a national title contender? And as soon as I couldn't even finish that thought in my head before, it was like, oh, if they would have had Shaden Sharp, that's that's what they're missing. Like that's all they needed. That's that's all. Boom! Snap your fingers. Have a Shaden Sharp like talent on this team. And this Kentucky team would be a national title favorite, I think. So, once again, another reminder that Shade and Sharp completely and totally bone two Kentucky teams. And I'm not blaming him, whatever. I mean, I'm blaming him a little bit, but I don't, bl- I don't blame him for wanting to make money and be rich and have a good, successful basketball career. But if he's on last year's team, they don't lose to St. Peter's, I can tell you that. If he's on this year's team, they're probably looking at a number one seed. It's just what a terrible situation. But I know UK fans, myself included, are sick of hearing about it. But every time you see him just make a monster dunk, it just it still feels like that knife twists a little bit further in you. You're nicer than me, TJ. I do blame him. I'll come out and say it publicly on behalf of all Big Blue Nation. Damn you, Sharp. Damn you straight to hell. It just it's a it's a bummer situation. Either you get him last year, you 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 your competitor. Uh, but no, he's never played basketball before. He's not going to know what to do. Stop. And then you get him this year. Oh gosh, it would have been. I mean, imagine teams having to play off Antonio Reeves because you're worried that Shaden Sharp's just going to come off the perimeter and dunk on six of your guys. This is how I feel about Okafor for us. <laughs> he was in a boot last night, Trevor. Poor guy. I mean, have you seen the highlights of, 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 his, of, his, of his minutes played over in the African League? I mean, the dude is Elijah on 2.0, man. A lot of dunks. A lot, a lot of dunks. Of dunks. Uh, speaking of players playing, not playing, Zakai Ziegler for Tennessee. He's their little water bug point guard who is quick and athletic and can get to the rim, and he's probably one of their better shooters on a pretty bad shooting team. He had a non-contact serious leg injury, and you could have heard a pin drop in Knoxville when he went down. It does not look good. He looked like he was in a lot of pain. I don't know if there was any update last night or not, but Tennessee was doing the pray for Ziegler stuff. Uh, but I, he is an important piece to the puzzle for that Tennessee team, which I think most UK fans already aren't on that high on because you saw Kentucky beat them twice. Without Ziegler, it's going to be really, really tough for the Vols, so we'll we'll keep you updated there. But they may be out without him for for the rest of the season potentially. So that's according, something to keep an eye on with Nashville just around the corner. According to Clay Travis, torn ACL. Oh geez, well, that's a bummer. I hate that for him. He's a senior too, isn't he? Or like a fifth-year senior, COVID senior, whatever. I mean, I think you missed my bit to start the show, but I know that you and Rutherford have talked about it. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, no, who does know anymore now? Exactly. Yeah, that's what I, we're all we're all ready for it to just be back to the good old days. Yeah, but, Mike's the same thing. I can't wait for like two or three more years down the road when we don't have to worry about like is he is he a COVID? Year? I mean, Louisville recognized two players last last night that I mean, there's a good chance one of them might be back next year anyway. Again, not that we haven't been down this road with Malik Williams, 
Or, and, or they both will be playing somewhere else. And a good chance that when I say that, it won't be, you know, at a professional level. Yeah, and then I had let you all know that you've got <laughs> six guys, all of which can come back. Uh, so the U.K. fans are wondering, Trevor, who's going to come back from Kentucky? I'll just say a name and you say, are they going to be back at U.K. or are they not going to be back at U.K., okay? Okay, I love this game. Brennan Canada. Isn't that the offensive coordinator for the, the Hoosiers? <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, I don't know. He's the Packers. Matt Canada. That's something. <laughs> Uh, I, I'm going to say uh, he is, he returns before heading the north back to the uh, the home of the moose in, 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 in the northern Canada area. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Jacob Toppin. Ain't no stopping a hopping Jacob Toppin. Oh, God, he's coming back. <laughs> Nobody's going to pay that to professionally unless it's to carry his brother's bags into the next level. Jacob Toppin will be gone. Oscar Sheboy. If I'm Sheboy, I would probably just go in and go, but I think – He'd be wise to probably come back. He is a he's a college player at his best. Severe Wheeler. Dude's still there. Um he's kind of an hell Ellis level. Uh I would say if I'm him, I would go. All right. He's he's almost guaranteed to be gone. Antonio Reeves, who's really turned it on here as of late, Trevor. Uh peace out. Wow, that would that would be surprising for a down, a, a down, peace out. He uh, Kentucky's launched the Antonio Threves campaign, trying to launch him to be the sixth man of the year in college basketball. Although he's been starting like the last eight weeks. Uh, C.J. Frederick, the last one, Trevor. Is he back or is he is he going to hit the road, Jack? Frederick is returning, whether it be to you or someone else. I think it's only going to be you, but he will return. All right, so you had Toppin. CJ and Brennan Canada returning. Did you just make that name up? Seriously, is that a guy on your team? He was a walk-on, but now he's got a scholarship. By the way, Trevor, you are so far off on Matt Canada. He's actually the offensive coordinator for my my Pittsburgh Steelers. Hasn't been at uh, Indiana since 2010, so a little embarrassing. I know he was in Indiana because I interviewed him when he was the OC at Indiana. That's how I remember him. Been a long time ago. Scoop says Pennsylvania's real football team wouldn't have held in the Super Bowl like that. Oh, that's right. This is a team that didn't make the playoffs, but they still brag because they didn't have a losing record. Come on. <laughs> I mean, he's not really a Steelers fan. I mean, IU we know, but he, I thought he was like a Jacksonville fan this year. I mean, he didn't have a – I can't take his – he's like Roush. He, he, he can't take his NFL fanhood seriously. For what it's worth, Trevor, I've always been a Steelers fan. Jacksonville is my number two due to the proximity of oh. me living to the stadium. Mm-hmm. He uses his terrible towel as a handkerchief. You can't find <laughs> scoots anywhere without his terrible towel. Are those happy tears or sad tears? <laughs> Both. Uh, you will be happy if you go to Salsaritas. I went yesterday. That sounds good. It was delicious. Two locations in Louisville. I hit up the St. Matthews location. Right when it opened at 11 o'clock, there were a group of older women in front of me. They were just having a blast with their lunch date at Salsaritas. Uh, They wanted to sit under the new covered patio, but they thought with it being 11 a.m., they thought maybe it was a little too chilly. They'd check it out next time, but they were really impressed by it. And how could you not be? They've got it going on at both Salsarita's locations. Middletown has a drive-thru, wildly addictive chips, hot spicy salsa. You can get burritos, quesos, tacos, nachos, whatever you're in the mood for. I love getting the blue fountain Powerade. It's the best Powerade in the city. You can download the app, save time, save money. They took $10 off my order yesterday, which was great. I loved it. They said, yo, you got $10 off. I said, I'll take it. 
and then my order was only like $2 or whatever it was. Check out Salsaritas today. You, If you're already getting hungry like I am, it's the play. Why must you tease me, TJ? I, I don't know if you're aware of this, but like just like a week or so ago, I was uh, I was out of commission. Uh, I, I had an inflamed colitis. And because of that, uh, I, I've been told I had I've been having to lay off spicy foods for the last couple of weeks, and unfortunately, I've had to lay off a little bit of my my annual like two three times a week salsaritas. And, and here you are teasing me with this. I'm I, I want some nachos. I want some steak soft tacos. I want some chips. I want some queso. And damn, my failing perfect health of a body. Well, Scoots always just goes mild. He's a mild guy. Doesn't try to get too spicy. You can go mild. Medium. Yeah, well, I would, but I have a penis. Medium. I go medium. That's the middle level. Not mild, not hot, medium. I want food, not shopping for your clothes, dude. Unbelievable. Hour one, Kentucky Roll Call done. Hour two, coming up next, we're going to read the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Preview more the Cats versus the Commodore senior night at Rupp Arena. It just hits a little bit different. TJ Walker, Trevor Kelsey, Justin Kalen. We'll be back for hour number two. Me and my homie Snoop Dogg came to do it's like this and like that and like this. And uh, it's like that and like this and like that. And uh, it's like this. And who gives up about those? So just chill to the next episode. Over? say over? I ain't heard no family. Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two, Kentucky Roll Call. Radio 96.1 on the FM side of things which uh, has a great signal. If you're looking for more of the old-time radio sound, as Scooch calls it, check us out on 1450 AM on the AM side of things. And we're, we appreciate you listening. Game day, Cats, last game at Rupp Arena. I find myself doing this frequently this season with a variety of games. But just imagine if UK were undefeated at home. Usually, Kentucky takes care of business at home, maybe one loss a season. This year, there has been three, which is more than normal in the Calipari era, uh, which is not a, not a good thing. But if you had Kentucky sitting at six losses on the year instead of nine, instead of nine you're realistically probably talking about a two-seed. You wouldn't have that South Carolina loss on your resume. You'd have a win over Kansas on your resume. Two more quad ones with Kansas and the Arkansas wins. No quad fours. You'd be talking about a two seed, maybe even a one seed potentially on how you do in the SEC tournament. But definitely, I think a two seed. In fairness, so I was going to ask you, I couldn't remember. It was So the three losses you're talking about are South Carolina, Arkansas, and Kansas, right? Correct. I mean, only South Carolina was a bad loss. I mean, Arkansas, I guess, could be considered one, but they've also been very injury-prone this year. I think no, when they're healthy, they're a better quad, team. That was quad one. I mean, you, you know, it's quad one loss. I'd, yeah. You need to, you, Kentucky, I think, should have certainly been more competitive. Arkansas really just dominated UK in the second half of that game, which was not yeah, good. Yeah, I remember. I watched that game. That's how I remembered that loss. That's why I'm, I'm nervous about Saturday. Of course, you've got tonight's game, and we'll talk more about UK and Vanderbilt. It's just, I don't like, I watched that second half. And it was just like, UK cannot guard them. And I don't know if it's just something that two weeks down the road, Kentucky's going to be better at guarding them. And now you throw Nick Smith into the equation. He's good. Very good, although he played poorly last night. I will say it changes the way they play a little bit. 
and sometimes it will make them a little bit more perimeter content. Uh, It's not the right phrase for it, but they'll just be more content to hang out near the perimeter instead of going and attacking and taking people off the dribble. So sometimes it can be a little easier to guard them in in that regard, but still, they're a better team with Nick Smith. But it's just not an ideal matchup for Kentucky, but those were the three home losses, correct? What was was the South Carolina score last night? I I looked at them getting 15 and a half and kind of thought about it, but I stayed away. Would Would I have been my only win last night? They were close. I don't know what it ended up being. They lost, and it was close. But I don't. Uh, I think they would have covered that if that's ah. what you're, if you were getting at. Let's yeah, see. They lost. They lost by six. They yeah, lost they, by they, they were getting fifteen and a half. That would have covered. Yeah, and that loss was bad. Obviously, that UK didn't have two starters. Jacob Toppin didn't play, and we're seeing how important he is to Kentucky uh, with him really, really playing well over the last twelve games. 12 I mean, without him, Louisville, Louisville has a fifth win this year. Uh, not not hundred percent sure about that. <laughs> and then Casey Wallace started the South Carolina game, but was a near instant scratch as he was dealing with some of his back spasms. Which guess what? Kentucky, if they didn't have Casey Wallace and Jacob topping tonight, I wouldn't feel amazing about their chances. Uh, you still probably needed to find a way to win against South Carolina. South Carolina also hit about seven threes from twenty four feet or further which makes that game even more difficult. But, yeah, so last game at Rupp, it's been not maybe the Rupp season that we were hoping for, but you'll say goodbye to at least some people. We just don't know exactly who. 7 o'clock, you got to like that start time. And also, don't think we have Jimmy Dykes on the call, which is good news. Oh, thank God. We've got a little Jimmy Dykes fatigue over here, Trevor. I, You know, I, that was one of the reasons why I, I, I tried to turn over to watch the Arkansas-Tennessee game, and as soon as I heard his voice, I was like, I'm no, never mind. I'd somehow, God help me, I'd rather listen to Perry Clark on our game. I mean, it was just, I think, I think the Dykes thing that really put me over the top, and this is, you bring up Wallace is a perfect segue to it. I know, I'm sure y'all have talked about this, who in the country who didn't talk about it was the, the, the Florida game and, you know, Wallace going into the stands and yada, yada, yada. And his Dykes is just over emotional reaction to that. Just, just. I mean, I was like, the rest of the game, I just couldn't. Every time he said something, I made me cringe to watching that game from that. It just annoyed me. I'm assuming, I'm assuming you're on the side of the kids got what they deserved and yada, yada, yada for getting thrown we're, out. We're, we're not getting into this. We did a film breakdown with Scooch. <laughs> I would have loved to have been a part of that. <laughs> we did like frame by frame breakdown. I, I thought it was actually maybe not good radio, but I got several text messages from people being like, that was hilarious. <laughs> I guess it ended up being better than I thought it was. We're not getting into it. Uh, uh, but what I will say is I do agree with you. They're like Jimmy Dykes crying. Like uh-huh. he had just witnessed Lincoln get shot. <laughs> was way over the top. Yes. I do agree with you on that. And that's what Jimmy Dykes does. He's just so, he's, you know, he's always, it's always, it's always something with that guy. Yeah. It was just, yeah, I agree. He's just, he could, I don't think he was even refusing to watch the replay when he was like just, executing these four kids. Um, unfortunately, he's like, just throw them out of the arena, throw them out of the country. Send them, send them to send them to Central America. They don't belong in they don't belong to the Americans. I'm like, Jesus, dude. Oh man. He was intense. Scooch, what do you got? I've got nothing. <laughs> That's why he's not the best in the business for nothing, people. Scooch, you were unmuted. I was not unmuted. No, I was you muted. Un- you you were unmuted for a time being and then you had muted yourself, so I was coming back to you. I forgot. I Trevor's here. I I'm I'm forgetting everything today. He's rubbing off on me. 
Let's get on over to the Thornton's text line. We no love Thornton's. Shout out to Kelly Leonardo and Alex Cupper. There are locations all across the city. Stop in today and remember when you're a Refresher and Rewards member, you're going to save money at the pump each and every time. A texture says, sending here because I'm out of the country. Oh, somebody direct messaged this to me and wanted it sent into the text line. They're out of the country and they can't text into the text line. So we've got international listeners here on Kentucky Roll Call. The starting five has been playing well for a couple weeks now, but Saturday is what it looks like when we play well and Kaysen hits his shots. The local media comments and the response was basically the definition of a hit dog will holler. That's absolutely true. Vandy isn't the trappiest trap game that ever trapped, or is the trappiest trap game that ever trapped. Their offense is top five nationally over the past couple weeks, and Robbins is playing extremely well. If he has a big game and they make some shots, it'll come down to the final minutes. I do think it could be a close game. If Vanderbilt plays well and Kentucky, you know, it could be even like a B. If Vanderbilt plays an A-plus game, it'd probably only take a B-minus game from Kentucky to make things really, really interesting going down to the wire. And I don't think that's that's totally impossible. Vandy is a team that they don't really have one guy that they rely on. Robbins would be that guy if they do. But pretty much everybody else can spread the floor, play from the perimeter, can shoot. Um, they're not amazing shooters, but they can knock them down. Multiple different players that can do that. Luckily, when UK played them, they could. They, UK's perimeter defense was actually really good in that game. If, if UK has a similar effort tonight, I'm sure they'll probably win, and it won't be won't be too interesting. But if Vandy hits some shots, it's going to be interesting. And then Robbins is going to be an issue inside. UK has been playing Oscar Sheboy away from the basket. I think they're going to probably pull him away, and that should help. I'm, I'm interested how they're going to play Robbins on that, and that could open up the interior for some of the other guys as well. But your usual suspects are going to have to have some good games. Jacob Toppin's going to have to fight and be consistent. These are things that he's done lately, and it's, I don't think it's coincidence UK is playing better basketball. And then Chris Livingston, we all agree that we think he's turned a corner. This is a game where Vandy doesn't really have anybody that can match up with him. And you're going to hear that more often with Chris Livingston and opposing defenses as the season progresses, assuming he continues to progress, which I think he has been and I think he will continue to do. So you get good games out of Livingston and Toppin. Reeves, you, you just can't have him be ice cold, but you also don't necessarily need him to be in fuego. And then Wallace, from an offensive standpoint, I'm Saturday isn't really the expectation. I, I think more of the expectation should be you're going to probably get him to struggle a little bit, but is he still impacting the game in other ways? The nine assists is super sexy. you got to be able to distribute the ball. And then defensively, that Wallace is UK's best defender. Just make sure he's healthy, not in foul trouble, and and causing letting his link cause some issues on the other end of the floor. So that's that's my breakdown of tonight's game. I think you just got to get consistent play out of Livingston and Toppin. You do that, Oscar. Whether he's able to have a huge impact the game, not score, maybe rebound. I'm not 100 percent sure, but they're going to probably pull him away from the basket. Otherwise, Robin's going to probably have a, a lot of blocks. But similar situation also to the Janae Broom from Auburn scenario. This is going to be Robin's first time seeing Oscar. I like that. Oscar's kind of tough to figure out for some people, um, just his quickness and kind of how he operates, being a little undersized as a college five. So I, I do 
I think Robbins has, I think both probably end up having a good game, but it's not a Robbins doesn't just steal the show or dominate. Like I think some people are fear. I don't think that happens. I'll say our international uh, correspondent, I mean, with gone to a trap game, like I said, I haven't left all Vanderbilt much this year. So, but just while you were talking, just looking up, I didn't realize they were six and one in the month of February. Uh, weirdly enough, their one loss was to LSU. Yeah. The worst game they played, but uh, I mean, that's still, I mean, the, obviously they're a team. I mean, since they lost to you, which was the first of a three game losing streak, they've gone six out of seven since. So obviously playing better basketball. Yeah, you definitely, like you mentioned, you definitely wouldn't have expected the, the lone loss to be LSU either. They're at the bottom yeah. of the conference. But uh, it, it's a game Kentucky should win. But if you just go out there and you go through the motions and you sleepwalk, then you're probably going to find yourself at the under eight or under four timeout yeah. with a game on your hands and kind of a tense rup arena. But a South Carolina repeat. You don't, you don't, you don't want that. A texter says, Roush, that was a sad response. Oh. Our boy, our our buddy Roush, he's just well, been going through it. What, what happened to Roush? I mean, by the way, why is Roush out today? He's sick. Well, how do you know he was sick? He just texted you last night? Yeah, he, he's had like a cough, he said, for a little while. And then he texted. Uh, he had a doctor's appointment today to finally get it figured out. And then he texted us last night and said he just was going to have to take the whole show off. Trevor, either TJ or Roush are always sick. This is the most sick radio show in southern Indiana. Well, in, in fairness. It's not even the sickest radio show on Big X. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Here's a, there's, there's a coincidence of why the, 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 those two and my, and my new uh, employer in the afternoon are always sick. There's the, They have something that we don't uh, – Scoots, and that's kids that, that, that seem to carry a lot more diseases than adults do. Yeah, good point. You think that's that's a possible coincidence there, Scoots? Maybe, yeah. I mean, I... I cross your old Hoosier brain over there? <laughs> not, not before, but yeah, I mean, I guess that makes sense. I mean, when you're sending your child to a room full with other children of, like, snotty noses and dirty hands, like, guess what? I mean, they're going to bring home diseases. God, I they hate really... when... Really do I hate when Trevor's Trevor's more logical than me. Damn yeah, well, I had I had my top of the hour bowl break. <laughs> uh, Texter says also Bart Torvik has been banging the drum that UK is underseeded in most projections. They're using that quad four loss to punish punish us more than other teams are being punished for similar losses and fewer Q one wins. Uh, I, I really wish the Georgia loss wouldn't have fallen to Q3, but whatever. Now you've got two quad three, quad four losses, a combined two between the two tiers, which is usually you'll have – most teams will have one, uh, or at least teams that are in a similar position to Kentucky. A lot of teams will have one, I guess I should say. But not a lot of them have two. There's plenty of them that do. But the Georgia loss you had this year is the most surprising to me. Even because I South Carolina, you can, you know, oh they got Gigi Smith. They maybe got hot that game oh. or something. Which I don't even know if he did or not. But it was Michi Johnson. He was hitting like 26 footer after 26 footer. I haven't seen that I mean, dude hit a three ever since. I mean, South Carolina is not the, the the worst team, I and mean, they've got some individual talent. So they're just, I mean, they're just, they are what they are. But the Georgia one, I mean, maybe it's because I haven't. I've, I haven't really watched much of Georgia this year, and who would? But I mean, because I have seen South Carolina play a few games. But I mean, yeah, the Georgia one still surprised me because I didn't even watch that game. I remember that was like I think it was an early game, wasn't it? Like, yes, it, wasn't it was. It? And I remember waking up being like, they "Lost to freaking Georgia!" Like, wow, that was, yeah, that, it, was, that bad. was it was bad. It was bad. It was just a terrible atmosphere. UK was going through the motions for that yeah. game. And then, like, even still, it was, like at halftime, you were like, I think Kentucky was down ten or nine. 
you're just like, well, Kentucky's going to lose. They're not into it. They don't look like they're having fun. This is this may be rock bottom for the season. And then somehow, even with despite just not playing well and not looking into it, they found themselves up four midway through the second half. And it was like, hey guys, wake up! If you can just, you're up four somehow. If you can just wake up and find a way to close out this game, then it's it'll be behind us, and you can move on. Just get with it. And then Georgia promptly went on like a 14-0 run, and the game was was over after that. And, uh, yeah, it was, a bad, it was a bad game. And since then, though, they've, they've turned around, they've put their left foot in, and they've moved it all around. I mean, it's a perfect game, like you said, to sh- to, for Cal to show his kids. And like, listen, that's what happens if you just go in and half-ass. I mean, you, even against yeah. a Georgia team, you can't look at a team that's, what, 6-11 and 11 in conference. I mean, that one they are now, but – you know, you know, middle, middle, bottom half SC team. It's still they make they're on scholarship too, as they like to say, right? Gosh, it was like Georgia didn't even play all that great either, which made it even worse. Their whole offense was just like get it perimeter one on one, different UK guys, and then either they'd score or they'd hit like a ridiculous shot and it'd go in, or they'd get fouled and get to go to the line. And usually, it wasn't even like a bad foul call. Like UK was just fouling like a bunch of dinguses. What is tonight's uh, line, by the way, real quick, before you get into text Kentucky is a 10-point favorite, which I think maybe is too many oh, points. That's, I was thinking the same thing off the top of my head, too. Like I said, Vanderbilt's – yeah, that's a tough one. Yeah, uh, we give our predictions at the end of the yeah, show. But I know. I, I think it's going to be – I think it's going to probably be near the spread, but it's just going to probably be a buffer zone game, two, three possession buffer zone game. UK is not able to totally pull away, but they're in the lead, and, and Vandy's not necessarily threatening for a lot of the game. Uh, but we'll get to that. Another yeah. text says, oh, my, yeah. Lord Daddy Matty Bangs made Big Click Nick delete the tweets. Boo to Nick for bending the knee, and even bigger boo to his former ex-boss for the major deflection and throwing Roush under the bus. What did I miss last night? You've missed some drama, Trevor. You've missed some oh, drama. Oh, man. I mean, I, I, I love a good Twitter drama because there's nothing, you know, it says I have less of a life than Trevor when you get in a Twitter fight. But, I mean, what happened? Did, Cal's been taking shots at media after during this winning streak, and it, it, they're 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 subtle shots. He's yeah. basically saying media tried to talk us out of the tournament. They they did whatever they could to make sure we weren't going to be in the tournament. Blah 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 blah. Anything, and, anything you did as a coach to play that's us against the world and be my guest. And, and that's been Cal's mo his entire career. He's always had a boogeyman to be able to go after. And Matt Jones is convinced that he's talking about him. And I don't I don't think Matt's totally wrong in that. I'm not. I, I think he's probably talking about some other people too. But 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 maybe he's not. I, I I'm not a hundred percent sure. So anyways. Matt was took offense to Cal saying that, and he had a tweet on Saturday night saying, you know, you need to focus on winning and this winning streak and stuff along those lines. So people have been saying, you know, he's talking, you have been too negative, blah, blah, blah. I don't really, you, people have different opinions on the whole matter. And on Monday or Tuesday show, he said, the person in the Kentucky sports radio sphere who has been negative, it hasn't been him, it's actually been Nick Roush. <laughs> I mean, first of all, Ralph didn't have to take that from him anymore. He's not his boss anymore, right? He he said that he's not his boss anymore, but he did also say in that same audio clip that he he sent a tweet that he didn't like, and he called him to delete it. And what was the deleting the the tweet in in in, in question? See, the funny thing is this whole conversation was about Calipari, but that tweet that was in question was about Wheeler. So it doesn't really necessarily apply to like the Calipari UK 
negativity, but I mean, I guess it's in under the, under the sphere, word of the day, sphere, uh, negativity of, of UK. So it was about severe Wheeler, I think. I did. I, I had, I mean, despite the, you know, the train wreck that is Louisville's first season under Kenny Payne, I, I have slightly from a distance enjoyed the, watching the breakup of the, of the love affair that is Cal and Matt Jones from, 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 from a distance a little bit. And it, it has brought me a little joy. It's kind of like, you know, watching, you know, Lennon and McCartney break up a little bit. You know, it's, it's, it's been, it's been fun. It's uh, it's been a breakup for years. It's been. I guess so. Yeah. This started with the nine win season, right? Pretty much. Correct. Yes, that is correct. Uh, another texter says, speaking of respecting elders like sister Jean, does anyone remember when Matt tried to lecture TJ about respecting those who come before you? because he had the audacity to not to want to see some dinosaur announcer for Kentucky Wesleyan or whatever during the Cats game. That's a great text into the show and 100% true in a funny moment. I'm not a fan of the box screen. It was nothing against that old fellow from Kentucky Wesleyan. Uh, I just not a fan of the box screen. Don't, I agree don't with need, you. Don't need to see 75% of the screen on somebody's face when I can just hear them. Show me the game. I want to see now, the game. Now, occasionally, I don't mind it if you're going to show maybe a coach. That yeah, I'll take. I'll take that for. But it's got to be brief. Give me like 10, 20 seconds at the most. I mean, I don't. I don't need six minutes of, of Lenardi's bunker in the middle of a game that's a seven point game. Like I, I don't need that crap. Oh, that 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 gets to be the worst. Make it small if you want to do it. Make that like ten percent of the screen in the yeah. bottom left hand corner. And you're right. Sometimes for like an animated coach, there's a time and place for it. But for the most part, if it's audio, leave it audio, make the box extremely small, and then let us watch the game for Pete's sake. Plus, I'm, I'm getting tired of the whole, the, the camp, the, 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 I don't know, maybe I just haven't noticed it as much this year, but I feel like more and more teams are doing the, we're putting the coaches on, just, I'll use the term hard cam from, from wrestling terms, but like where you don't see the coaches on the screen because they're underneath the camera and put, because you got, we got to put the fans, you know, get see more crazies on the, like, I don't like that. I like watching the benches during the game as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. A texter says, Roush, you totally strike me as the student who would take a test and say, yeah, I definitely bombed that test. And then when the results come back, you would get an A and act confused. On the other hand, TJ and Scoot strike me as the students that when they say they failed, they 100% failed. Scoot? <laughs> the hell does that mean? I, I never failed a test. Oh, you never on. failed a test? Not, yes. not that I can recall. No. Oh, good lord! You're you're like you're talking to Floyd Mayweather uh, about betting. I've never lost a bet. Look, I'm bragging about all the wins and bets I've since I've won. You, there's no way you've done. No way. There, there is not a test in my life that I can think back on and think, man, I failed that. But I, what what about getting on a roller coaster? Does that have to do with anything? Because <laughs> the height difference. Oh, okay. Funny guy. <laughs> I'm Couldn't sorry, pass the height test. I get you. That's. That's what we call a reach in the race. Oh, come on. That wasn't that hard. That, <laughs> that, was, that, was, that. That, was, that was a reach. So he failed so, that test, too, then. He didn't get I, the I'm not buying that you never fa- that you didn't fail a test. I, I'm sure point. I maybe did. I just I don't recall ever failing a test. Definitely not in high school, because high school was stupid easy. If I did fail a test, it would have been college. Texture, there would be the occasional like pleasant surprise where I thought I did horrible, and I did better than I thought. But sometimes that'd also be with like either teacher grading on a curve because everybody did terrible, or but there there would be the occasional time I'd have the pleasant surprise. But to to your point, most yeah, when I when I thought it wasn't good, it usually was not good. 
Yeah, I can't think of one time where I went into something going, oh, I did crappy on that and turned out I did. But, yeah, I mean, it was more often than not. It was, I think I did okay. Ah, crap, summer school again. Oh, man. <laughs> Actually, I never went to summer school, man. I, I can't lie on that one. I was just like, screw that. I'm showing up in the summertime. I don't show up during the fall. You think I'm going to show up during the summer? Texter says, Brit in Canada has a full head of hair and ears, so no, he doesn't look as old as you, Roush. No offense. Whoa. Roush taking some shots here for not being on on Kentucky roll call this morning. I, I'm never gonna I'm never gonna forget the name Brandon Canada now. Like I didn't even know this guy existed until less than an hour ago. He doesn't he doesn't get a lot of playing time. The pyramids have yet to be explained, and we are expected and we are expected they were built by hunter gatherers. Hunter gatherers are the reason humans are still around after catastrophic events. They know how to live off the land where we are all gone if something like an asteroid or Yellowstone volcano erupts. Check out Ancient Apocalypse on Netflix to have your mind blown. The hell show did I miss yesterday? I'm good on that. We talked about some like end of world apocalypse theories and stuff like T- that. TJ had a wacky Wednesday on Tuesday, Trevor. I mean, like apocalyptic signs, like Louisville winning four games. Hey, <laughs> I mean. Uh, I'm, I'm, are you? I mean, the pyramids weren't alien. You know, well, you know my belief on aliens and ghosts. So we'll move on. A texter says, "TJ, do you like basketball or football more?" Uh, <laughs> I, I, I am more inclined. I'm more naturally inclined to basketball, but I love both of them. Can't get enough of of either one of them uh, when they're in season. But sometimes, you know, it, basketball just makes a little bit more sense to me than football does. But I love football and was just an absolutely amazing flag football quarterback, superstar, champion. He's still bragging about that crap. The texture says, I just swore the story of someone noticing scoots at a gas station was going to be because they saw a car running in a parking lot with no one in it. Oh, man. Scoots <laughs> we actually read that text on the show yesterday on Rutherford. We were like, what does that have to do? Did you get another wreck in a parking lot? I just I can't imagine someone seeing, hey, there's a car running. Nobody's in it. It must be scoots. <laughs> I th- it, oh, I, I thought it was a short joke at first. No, it was because I leave my car running. He does leave his car running, Trevor. Do you know that about him? I bet Trevor does, uh, too. If you go into a gas I, station, Trevor, do you leave your car running when you run in? No. Mm, <laughs> damn it. I thought for sure that was going to be no, why, why? You thought Trevor's laziness was going to have your back. I did. Here, but, yeah, I well, did. yeah what, what, what surprised you more? I don't uh, leave it running or that I actually went in? I mean, Both. <laughs> but, no, I, I, I will say this. In my younger days, uh, I, got, I was lazy and would – when I lived in the, uh, the in St. Matthews near where TJ's first uh, crib was, and in what we call the hood of St. Matthews, I would just sometimes leave my keys just sitting underneath the, the driver's seat when I would be at home. I just wouldn't even bother taking them in. So if anybody just wanted to open the door and steal my car, they could have. That seems a little more reckless. That's pretty lazy. Uh, yeah, but at least the car wasn't running. I wasn't just like begging them to get in and just hit the pedal. We got insurance says- for a reason. If, if Kentucky ever gets to the point where we lose our minds over our top recruit being ranked in the 30s and bragging about potentially getting Sky Clark in the transfer portal, please put me out to pasture. You all fans are the epitome of giving an inch and taking a mile. Sad. I'm so sorry. That's about, that's about you, buddy. Well, what was he talking about? What recruit were you referring to, I wonder? I mean, I think that four star that you all are going crazy about. Oh, I was like, there's a, we got a top 30 in our recruiting. I was, that was, that was the, the I, I quit listening after that because I didn't even know we had one that high. Uh, I, I think I do know you're talking about the center probably just decommitted from Minnesota. Correct. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, heck, I mean, you got to take crumbs when you can get them, dude. I mean, listen, I lay off my case. We just won four games for God's sakes, man. Just let me, let me, That's let me it. have a little bit of, of, of hope and, 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 and prayer going into this off season, which is really all I've been looking forward to for the last like three months is just to get this season over with so I can have blind optimism going into next year in hopes that we, we bring in transfer portal talent. That's really sad to hear. Oh, it's and so sad. And I'm glad that you said it because I was going to say, Texter, it, you're just seeing the lowering of the bar of expectations for U of L basketball, once proud program. Uh, and now that's where they're at. And I, I don't, hearing Trevor say that, I don't really blame them. Like, what else are you going to? What else are you going to get excited about? Or are you just going to be totally done with basketball, which is not really in U of L fans' DNA? I know you all are excited about football, I under, understandably so oh, for that reason. Sure, yeah. But from a basketball standpoint, it, 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 I mean, it's just you're you're taking crumbs. Like you said, I think you summed it up perfectly, Trevor. I mean, it's sad because, I mean, this is just now two years in a row that before, I mean, even like bad years. I mean, I mean even in like the, the, the 2020 or the, uh, the year after COVID, the 2021 season, you know, when Lenardi, who's you know, you were talking about earlier, was talking smack about UK, was guaranteeing we were 100 percent in the tournament. Chris Mack would differ on that one now, but you know, going into that, I mean, at least you, you you're on the bubble. I mean, the last two years, yeah, like you lose your tournament game, and it's, I mean, that's the only reason I said I told this to Rutherford last night on the phone. I was like, listen, dude, I'm just let's just get this Virginia game over with. Let's get this t- Tuesday game over with whoever it's against. It doesn't really matter at this point. I just get the loss over with, pull the bandaid completely off, get all of that you know loose arm hair with it, and let me get through my end of the season is officially over depression, so I can enjoy some actual college basketball in the postseason. That's sad. It's sad times, but uh, and that that's one of the nice things about the bubble is you're right. At least even if you don't think you're going to make a deep run in the tournament, at least being on the bubble, you have fun conference tournament. The end of the season is exciting. Every game kind of feels heavy, yeah. uh, but you, you, you haven't even been, you haven't even been at that spot. All right. We're going to take our last break. We'll come back. We will finish the show and make our predictions for Kentucky versus Vanderbilt. Trevor Kelsey in the house, joining Justin Kalen and myself, TJ Walker. One final segment, Kentucky roll call coming up. Next. Delicious. What part do you think I'm about to eat? Uh, basically, a snake don't have parts. But um, <laughs> if I had to call it anything, uh, I would say it's his knee. Welcome back. One final segment. Kentucky Roll here on Big X Sports Radio. Packing up my bags for Colorado, I grabbed my Shady Rays snow goggles for when I hit the slopes. Shady Rays has it all. Go to ShadyRays.com. They've got sunglasses, shades, different types of eye protection and eyewear for any and every occasion. Uh, You'll be really impressed with their website. There's a reason they have over 200,000 five-star reviews. Kentucky Company. ShadyRays.com, and do not forget promo code BIGX at checkout for 25% off. 25% off, and every time you buy at Shady Rays, you're helping feed 
hungry folks across America so you can feel even better about your purchases. You're going to need those on the, on the slopes, TJ. When that, that sun hits that snow, it's, you're going you're gonna to need that protection on the eyes. That can be blinding. And oh, yeah, the yeah. thing is, with Shady Rays, I mean, when you break that pair once you run into the tree, hopefully not end up like Sonny Bono, but uh, you can get a replacement for those broken sunglasses. You do. You do. They do replacement pair promises, 30-day money-back guarantees as well. They've, they've got it all figured out. They've got an amazing business model. I'm really impressed by Shady Rays. Check them out today. All right, we've got a lot more text to get to, Trevor. You know we like to read them all on the show. Oh, I know. I'm, I, I, that's something I haven't gotten accustomed to in over a year now with Mike. Like, I, I, the, he just sometimes he'll skip texts and he won't read them. And I don't know, maybe it's the care of seeing me. I feel bad. There's been days I spent like 45 minutes in my car, like chain smoking after the show, just replying to the text line because I feel everyone should have their voice heard. Yeah, I've seen you do that. I've seen you respond to folks. That's nice of you. Yeah, sometimes Mike, you all just get you all get so many of them. Sometimes it'd be impossible. We we do we get a lot too at times, and it, we it's it can last a few days. But um, I I understand you all you you've got a nice little you got a nice thing going on the the Mike Rutherford show three to six Monday through Friday on Big Exports Radio. We'll be nice today because we'll be talking about last night's game. But yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh, Texter says, went to the San X Trinity Regional Tournament game, was an amazing environment, and the only people who went to premier Catholic schools of Louisville could enjoy. Suck it, Roush. Also, suck it, TJ. Go Rocks. Congrats to Trinity. And, you know, Roush is the sale Colts. They, they, they advanced as well, so he's got a lot to be happy about. It did sound like end. a good crowd last night I was, when I was listening to our broadcast. It sounded like a nice little rowdy crowd there. Yeah, playing at Trinity and St. Matthews. Uh, I saw Sanex had a bunch of students there, and that's a that's a small gym, but it can hold plenty of people, and it can get really loud at Trinity's gym. So I'm sure it was a good atmosphere. Indiana will never get to the level they had when they had Bobby Knight. He was bigger than Indiana. They can't get to that level ever. Get used to that. Calipari told you that you were not a blue blood. I don't know if Cal actually ever said that. Scoots but, also um, told you that they were no longer a blue blood. I, feel, I, I find it hard to believe that Cal would ever make that statement. I don't <laughs> think he did, but Scoots did. Scoots did definitively say Indiana, not a blue ball. I did. Really? I did say that, yeah. I mean, first of all, I, I mean, it depends on what your definition of blue blood is. It, I, it's so loosely thrown around by people. I mean, but I, I think by the basis, I mean, it's hard to argue Indiana isn't a longtime traditional school, if you want to call it blue blood. I mean, that's. I mean, I know it's been not it's been a while, but still, I thought I don't know. I, I don't find I find it hard to I don't I don't agree with that. Trevor, I'm thirty I'm thirty three and I've never seen Indiana win a national championship. That's unacceptable. Well, I tell you something, they've been playing basketball longer than thirty three years. No, I, I understand that, but that is not what you would expect out of a blue blood. Blue blood, you would expect to be in Final Fours. You would expect to be consistently making the tournament. Heck, Indiana hasn't even consistently made the tournament in my lifetime. I mean, I mean would you consider UCLA a blue blood? Um, they're a little more close, but I would say they've no to, for them as well. Final, they've been to plenty of Final Fours. That's, That's true. true. They That's have. True. They haven't won a national title since 94, though. No. Uh, Texter says, Davenport finds a way to lose again when it matters the most. Another loss to Liberty. When will the losing end for Scotty? He is good high school and Division two coach, but not a poor Division one coach. Look at his record. I wonder how this that, loss that guy's just having, that's, a hot, that's a hot take, Texter. I wonder how that loss last night affected Louis' resume. Well, that movie cool. still, still a quad four win for Kentucky. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, that sounds. 
I could swear that text came from my buddy Rube, who still to this day hates Davenport for cutting him from his from from Bowers team in '91. A texture says, Roush, how about your Colts picking up a big time win? Another texture says, Iowa absolutely raking Indiana scoots. By the way, I uh, had an opportunity when I checked the score the first time last night. I was like, holy moly, I can get Indiana on the money line for plus 260. So I was trying to bet it, could never get my phone to get my location. So I couldn't end up betting it, which ended up working out. Didn't I? Did Iowa sweep you? Didn't you lose to them earlier this year as well? Or am I mistaken? We did. No. Yeah, they swept us. Them they just barely have your number, then. Them and Northwestern. Well, Northwestern's the weird team. Big Ten. Big Ten. Wild League. Arkansas could lose this game, and I still want no part of them in the SEC tournament. Uh, totally agree. Just I just would rather avoid them if possible. But if you end up having to play them, then tip it up. You're going to end up having to play them. Yeah, Arkansas, like we said, when they're full healthy, they can be a very dangerous team. and It's, it's just been a weird it's year for them. Tough matchup. TJ Walker is a Matt Jones biggest hater. KRC would be so much better if you didn't talk so much crap about Matt Jones. Jealous does not sound good on you, TJ. I really enjoy the show, but feel like TJ takes shots at Matt's entirely too much. So what do you do? You text in about Matt, knowing that we have that we're gonna that we're gonna read it. Um, I mean, you're 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 entitled you're entitled to your opinion. People text in about him, and he spoke about Roush. He said that Roush was the the negative part of the UK <laughs> media sphere. We're of course going to mention and talk about that. I'm yes, sorry. How, how would we not? I, I I I don't mind Matt. I don't agree with him on a lot of the sports takes sometimes, but I don't think Matt's like I don't. As a UL fan, I might be one of the weirdest ones. Like I, I think Matt can be a nice guy. I saw him. At, I saw him at the uh, the uh, AW event up in Lexington. He's been a nice guy in the 15 years or so as I've known him. But I mean, if you're gonna call somebody or trust somebody on the bus for being like a hater, Ralph's like the biggest butt slapper in your in your in, in your in your in your army. I mean, really? I mean, that's the one you're going to throw into the bus and, like, call out for being someone too negative? It, no. That's, like, the worst thing you could do. That's, like, pointing me out for being the skinny kid. It just doesn't work. That's stupid. Matt, seriously, you could – there had to been someone else on that, on that staff you could have thrown another the bus. Just throw Drew back into the bus. He's not going to, like, leave you. He's going to stay by your side no matter what you do. Say it's Ryan Lemon. We know he won't leave. I mean, come on. Nick Roush? Dude. Another texture says, I just imagine TJ reacting to the Enzo Palazzo in naked in the naked gun while Frank Dribben sings the national anthem during the Brad Calipari interview. Obviously a reference that I, I don't get and I probably oh, butchered, so positive Dexter. Such a great scene when uh when Leslie Leslie uh, Nielsen tends to be the umpire at the Angels game trying to find out who's there to kill the queen, which turns out to be Reggie Jackson, by the way. Uh, he's he's doing the uh, yeah he's pretending like he's calling yeah it, it's a great scene go look it up naked gun the original so funny. Texture says Scooch the fact that you don't use deodorant is actually pretty disgusting. Just think the next hug you give to the love of your life she's gonna get a big whiff of those armpits and it absolutely wraps, buddy. I mean how many times do I have to freaking say this y'all? I do not have body odor. There's a reason I do not what? use deodorant and it's because I do not smell. I'm sorry that I'm not like 98% of the country. I'm in that rare two percent. I got good genes passed down to me. I don't need deodorant. That's why I don't wear it. Okay, first of all, you're sitting on a telephone book. I wouldn't brag about your jeans, okay? Second, uh, I mean, <laughs> who doesn't wear deodorant? Me, Scoots. I mean, at least he's famous and handsome. I mean, you're unfamous and, and not. I mean, it's just... It's too... 
Do I gotta buy you some it, speed stick? You're like, you know I, mean? I have yet, I have yet in my life to have somebody tell me, oh my God, you stink. You need to put on deodorant. And I know that's not a normal thing to tell people, but you would think if I smelled just awful, people would tell me. And I can smell myself. I don't smell. My armpits don't smell. I, I just don't smell. Suck I've never it. noticed you smelling, so I can't confirm. Exactly. <laughs> but I just, I mean, I just assume you want to, do you work, I know you work alone. I, I do work that. alone, yeah. That's mostly just to cover up other smells, I think. Correct. Yeah, I just. I mean, how did you do? You not wear shampoo? You not use shampoo either? I mean, do you, I use do everything else that you're supposed. I use everything else you're supposed to use: body soap, shampoo, conditioner, all that. Just not. You're, a, you're a wash rag guy in the shower, aren't you? No, heck no. I use my hands. Oh, we got, we got. I mean, dude, come on. Scoots, it was a little dope for test too much over there, pal. That's, it just it pisses me off. It, it seems like we've gotten so many texts about that lately. Like, who cares? I don't smell. TJ's a loofah guy, aren't you, TJ? No, no, I'm not. I'm a loofah. Am I the only loofah guy here? Come on, you maybe the only loofah guy here. A texture says, "Trevor, is this payment of five hundred dollars to scoot the biggest lost bet of your life?" Uh, lost. It's up there. I mean, I. I'll be honest with you. You can make fun of me all you want, but I had two hundred on Louisville's money line last night. So yeah, I mean, that, uh, was, that was really dumb. I just had to put twenty dollars on it. Well, I've I've actually been okay. My my account was was nice and I'd, I'd had a nice little run for the last couple of weeks, just small here and there. So I was like, screw it. Um, but yeah, that's it's up there, man. I'll be and individually, yeah, it's up there. I've won I've won more more than that, but yeah, I think that might be one of my largest ones. Damn it. <laughs> That deodorant rant was an all-time KRC. I mean, moment. you need to cut. I've yeah. got tears. tears coming down my face. You need, to cut, you need to cut some of that yourself. <laughs> but, I mean, I'm not cutting I it. can't grasp it, man. I'm, I'm not like, cutting it. <laughs> you need to cut you it. you got to cut it. You can't be self-deprecating oh, in this business. That was You're amazing. Wrong business. That was such good radio. <laughs> Trevor, what was your opinion of the field of the Super Bowl? Is that the reason the Eagles blew it? Uh, no, uh, they blew it because Carl Sheffer screwed us individually out of a chance to, uh, opportunity to win a Super Bowl. I hope, uh, he gets, uh, elephantitis. Uh, I don't like Carl Sheffer's at all. Trevor, but, have you found your Taco Bell sweetheart that met that one time in the drive-thru? Yes. And turned out to be a dude. It did end up being a guy. We got to move through these texts relatively quickly. John here. Good Wednesday morning, everyone. I'm so glad it's game day edition. The morning has gotten better because the legend has returned to share his sports knowledge with the radio world. Glad to hear from you, my friend Trevor. It's always a pleasure. Hey, Trevor, can I get a how about those Chiefs? In other news, I have the Cats going crazy again tonight and winning by 16, and the MVP will be Livingston. So if you don't know now... You will know by tonight that the Cats are glorious and no way they won't give in till they are victorious. And they will defend their championship pedigree forever. By gosh, I have noticed this text is way too long. Sorry. Be an Eagle fan and hold everyone up. Well, got to go. Talk to you later. Quick thing. One, John, I haven't had a chance to really talk to you on the messenger since the game, but congratulations. No hard feelings. Uh, you know, if it wasn't going to be us, I'm glad it was Papa. And I do love the Bobby Roode uh, reference in that text. I did get that. A texter says, you were really listening to those ladies' conversation. What were they planning on doing after lunch? Did you have your reporter's notebook and pen? Were they hot? They were definitely hot, and I didn't. I did not know what they were planning after lunch. They did pray, though, before they ate their meal, uh, which is nice to see. It's nice to see Salsaritas be accommodating of all, of all people. They did a prayer before the Saints turned the game last night, and the part of it was 
And remember, officials are people too. Treat them with kindness. Like they are people too. <laughs> just love I could. I was trying that so hard not to laugh during a prayer last night during that game. <laughs> Texter says TJ sounds like a jealous fourteen-year-old girl when he complains about Matt Jones' show. Well, I, he's the only just misunderstood. Just misunderstood. Uh, Texter says, imagine calling in sick to a show you do at your house. If you feed your kids correctly <laughs> to build their immune systems, they won't get sick and affect you all. Be better parents. Yeah, that's the, such a load of crap, Texter. I know you're riling folks up, but what a load of crap. They are around nine other little tiny immune systems going back to nine other people that impact nine other people and nine other families with a bunch of other people. It, uh, it, stop. I don't, I don't need to talk germs to the likes of you. And Roush has two kids now. <laughs> it's true. He does. Since Trevor and Scoots are together, did you all like the Rip It? Also, Trevor, I pitched this to TJ. Crossover shows where you all switch casts. Interested? Well, I, I would be interested in seeing Scoots do a little wrestling or maybe now and again if, uh, if it helped them inform me down the road. I think that'd be interesting, yeah. I do think a show with either Rutherford and me or Rutherford and Roush would be fun. I do I think, think that- in the summer, that would be entertaining. Dude. Exactly. The summertime, would, I think that would be like, a, not even a full week, maybe just do like a couple of days in a row. Maybe even uh, a, one do, day. I think a day would be a, a day. You're right. See, see what people think. And then, you know, maybe like one month, one day, one month out of the summer. So like one in June, yeah. one in July, one in August uh, could mix it up. I think that could be fun. A texture says, is Bacon really on the show today? He's here and they're fa- he's fabulous. Now, do I need to fill in any more this week with you going out of town? Is Roush going to be healthy? What's the deal? Um, well, we can talk. We'd love to have you. I think him and Luckett are doing the show in Indianapolis from the Combine on Friday. Right. So I don't think they need you then. But tomorrow seems – I got to leave around 8.30 tomorrow to go catch my flight. But, um, yeah, we'll let you know. That's very nice of you to offer, Trevor. That's Luckett, very, very Luckett nice. on Friday for doing the Combine would be a fun show. That would be really that, – that's them, both of them in their wheelhouses. Oh, yeah. Will Levis throwing and working out. Brennan Canada sounds like a porn name, says one texter. Oh, Will was 9 and 41 over their last 50 games. Not to, not my stat, but Wolf. 9, nine and 41. That's not good. Yeah, we'll throw some dirt on it there, buddy. I think. We're ripping through them. We've got uh, several more to go. Finishing number one in coaches' poll, staring Brennan Canada of Montre- Montreal, mm. Montrez Harrell, and Angela White at Katina Powell. Okay, I think that's from your buddy Say. Say, swinging a miss on that text. What a ridiculous text. Matt made himself part of the story by saying things and then pretending that he didn't say them over and over again, says one texter. Another texter says, calm down, Scoots. Another, <laughs> another texter says, Trevor breaking out the body bag for Scoots with the phone book comment. Hilarious. Never heard that Scoots. one before. Scoots, you're from Pekin, Indiana. You definitely stink, my guy. Pekin stinks. <laughs> Pekin stinks, but I don't. Trevor and Justin need their own show. They make Bennett and Cutler seem like best buds. We need a podcast. We don't need a show. We we need we need to be FCC unrestricted for me and Scoot. It would be good. Yeah, I think it would be talented. I I, I do the other ESPN six eighty. They do like their bonus hour sometimes, where they just have all their they have a bunch of different talent just around a microphone and they talk. Um, that may not be their bonus hour specifically, but they yeah. used to do that. I don't know if they do it so much. They anymore. do a show called The Producers, which. Really, if you want to pull back the curtain, that's just just uh, our friends, my boy Sweeney over there, just just throwing the bone at the interns, so, so they'll they'll do more board off hours for free. I, I do think it'd be fun if like you two had a weekly podcast where you just kind of talked about your respective weeks on the job, but it ended up you all just kind of talking sport and you know talking shop, and ended up probably just talking nonsense. And then, like Roush could jump on one week, I could jump on one week, Rutherford could jump on one week, you could get Spears on one week. Be a good time. I would. 
feel like listen, it's, I feel it's been up for complaining about our host. It'll be like a, a white radio version of the movie The Help. Good. Yeah. <laughs> then vent, vent away. Uh, another texter says, hey, Trevor, it's possible that athletes are better after 1999. Another said, Trevor said Kobe is not 10 all-time say, player. Agree to disagree. Say. All right. We, we got, I disagree. But let's make our would not let me go on that. <laughs> let's make our predictions. You're going to be filling in for Roush today, uh, but you will be going last. We have a really exciting scoreboard here for our little game that we play. Of course, I can't find it, so uh, you'll have to give me time on it. But <laughs> Here, I've got it, uh, I think, here. No, no. Uh, don't know where it is. Don't know where it is. But, Scoots, we'll have you start. I don't even know if you're supposed to be starting, but you go ahead and start. I'll, I'll act like I'm back in the lead. Oh. Yeah, that works. Fa- I found it. Okay. All right. The, the score is 7-7-6. Seven to seven to six. Roush and Justin have 7. I have 6. So, you're fine to start, Scoots. Yeah, I've been in the lead most of the year, so I am first here. I'll take Kentucky big. Give me... 80 to 69, and I will take. Uh, I'll go Kaysen, actually. All right. I'll go UK 83 to 70, 72, and I will take Oscar. Oh, same spread. How convenient. Well, why don't you crap? Do we, we pick this about, about the point spread, or is it just matter? We're just picking a winner. I'm sorry. Just give, me a, just give me a score. Just give me the score of the game and give me an MVP that isn't Kaysen or Oscar. Uh, okay. Uh, I'll go, uh, Kentucky. Um, I'm not picking scores, but I'll say Kentucky about 12. So I'll say, uh, what are they, what are they normally average? I'll say 72 to 60 Kentucky, okay. uh, MVP. I'll go with, um, who can I not use? Kaysen or Oscar? Uh, you know, what? I don't care. I'm thinking Brennan Canada. Canada. it was a lot of fun hanging out with trevor talking uk and nonsense and all other sorts of things we will be back tomorrow to preview the uk game senior night at rupp arena enjoy at seven o'clock we'll be back at seven o'clock in the morning, this is Kentucky Roll Call and Big Edge DJ Walker, Trevor Kelsey, Justin Kalen. Go Cats. I didn't even have to use my AK. I gotta say it was a good day.